Welcome into another edition of the News for Jacks podcast. Justin Barney and a newcomer to the podcast scene, Alessandra Pontbriant. Well, how do I always pronounce your name wrong? Alessandra Pontbriant. Pontbriant. So, Alessandra's newest member of our sports team, and Jamal St. Cyr, we actually had to give him a day off today. So, it's Alessandra and I flying on the News for Jacks podcast. And a busy day, Alessandra. Jaguars 53 man roster finalized. And are you surprised with any of these moves? You've been covering the team all throughout training camp and uh, through this summer and into fall. Surprised are any of these moves? I thought they were going to go with six wide receivers. They decided with seven, so only three tight ends. We kind of talked about it. One of the biggest surprises on offense is Garrett Prince was cut. I know. I was very surprised at Garrett Prince. Not, in hindsight, looking at it, maybe not as surprised because. He was not a major factor in any of the preseason games. He looked great in training camp. I thought he would be that fourth tight end. He was making the roster in both of my 53-man projections, but it did not come to pass. Jacksonville keeps three tight ends. Evan Ingram, of course, we knew he was making it. Brenton Strange, second-round draft pick from Penn State. And then Luke Farrell, more of the blocking tight end. Um, So a little surprise with Garrett Prince not making the roster. Yeah, looking at those wide receivers, Elijah Cooks, the undrafted free agent, made it. We were talking about this a little bit before. Possibly, could it be his size is the reason why he made it on the roster? I I think so. I think they lacked a big-bodied receiver. They kept seven receivers. It was a little surprising to me. I think I had them actually keeping five. So uh, the two that they kept I did not have on my 53-man were Tim Jones. I had him, even though he made it last year, I had him missing that cut. I had them keeping Parker Washington, which they did. He's going to be a more valuable as a, as a punt returner than he will be as a fifth or sixth receiver. Um, and I did not have them keeping Jacob Harris. He was another guy that kind of body-wise looked a little bit like Elijah Cooks, but did not see the path for an undrafted free agent to make the team this year, which they have in the past. But Elijah Cooks just was. He's a big-body receiver and a skillful um, guy on special teams. So I think that separated him from the rest. And he's that just that unique body size, like a 6'4", 6'5", frame, maybe an end-zone jump ball kind of guy. And I think that's probably what um, separated for him in the roster. And I think on defense, now that we know that Ventral Miller is out for the season with his Achilles, you – Wave Daquan Jackson, and so you really only have what Foyer and for those inside backers. Yeah, yeah you've got Foyer, Devin Lloyd, Chad Muma, Shaquille Quarterman, and Caleb Johnson. Caleb was one of the guys I did not have making the roster. Um, and Shaquille Quarterman, I thought Ventrell Miller would squeeze him out, but Ventrell with the Achilles, as we found out um, in Doug Peterson's presser this week, that uh, he suffered that injury in that game against Miami last week. And um, really a, a promising rookie season because he had played well in camp and flashed well. He had a foot injury that had limits in him a little bit, but he was working through that. And then the Achilles injury. So unfortunate for Ventrell. He will go on IR and miss the season. But the inside backers, I like Foyer, tackling mm-hmm. machine. Devin Lloyd's poised for a big year. Chad Muma, um, rookie pick, rookie uh, fourth, third or fourth rounder last year. Uh, Shaquille Quarterman, the veteran, entering his fourth year. And Caleb Johnson. Caleb, to me, was a little bit of a surprise there, but with that injury to Ventrell, made sense. I think the saddest thing for Jags fans, Nathan Rourke has waved. He, I don't see he's him gone. I know getting that's on sad the practice for you. squad. I know that's sad, <laughs> sad for you more than uh, more than Jaguars fans. But, he, man, he, he went viral during, during preseason with a great play uh, against the Cowboys, and you thought he had done enough to earn a spot, if not on the Jaguars, somewhere around the league. He mm-hmm. may end up doing that. And I know when I asked Nathan uh, the last time I talked to him, 
you know, the numbers game, and did he think he had done enough to earn a roster spot? And he said, if not Jacksonville, hopefully somewhere around the league, I, I left a good situation in the CFL to come down and give my, give this dream my shot, and I would not have done that if I did not think I could make the roster. So it's not going to be in Jacksonville on that 53-man. Knock on wood, it, he can make it back as a squad player, 16 right. practice squad positions. I know um, some people would like to see him back in town, yourself included. Yeah, and I remember last week when we talked to Trevor Lawrence, he called in the great Canadian. I think that they want to keep him here on the practice squad. Just, you know, they know that Trevor's number one, obviously, and CJ's number two. So possibly Nathan could come back, but right now. I and, mean, I, and I like Nathan Rourke as a squad player. I, I just don't think you could make a case for him as deep as this roster is. Um, in so many tight positions, make a case to keep a third quarterback. I mean, Trevor's missed so few snaps in his career um, due to injury. Uh, he's gone out in, in games where he's twisted an ankle, had a foot injury, uh, but he's been able to get back in and, and finish that game. The only game really he didn't finish last year was um, the Lions game when the game was just completely out of hand. So I think with so many clashes of, of talent on this roster – it just did not make sense to keep right. a third quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. It did not make sense. And, I, you know, I didn't think there were too many massive surprises. I Kevin Austin was released yesterday. Um, you know, he was a name that stood out throughout training camp. Um, you know, coaches talked about him in OTAs, and he just did not translate that well to the field. Um, and that was something we saw with Kevin Austin last year, so maybe next year is the time for – for him to actually make that move to the 53-man. Snoop Connor, last year a draft pick at running back. He is out of the equation as well. Eric Hallett, a six-rounder, a cornerback. He was, to, to me and uh, Jamal, we had projected him to make the roster. They had some turnovers and had looked good in camp. So um, mm-hmm. maybe a little surprising for, for Eric Hallett. Jacob Harris, we touched on, um, he and – Elijah Cooks were almost uh, almost a toss-up between those two guys because they were such similar players. So I did not, I didn't see him making the roster, but maybe he can get back and and make that squad. So to me, I think Garrett Prince was probably my my biggest surprise, and, and maybe a Jordan Smith who did not make the roster. So what about you? You have to think about the dinner table tonight at the Peterson house. That's going to be quite awkward. <laughs> it's going to be a frosty conversation <laughs> with uh, with Josh Peterson not making it. He was a long shot to make it oh, yeah. as well. And, um, you know, Derek Parrish, another guy, uh, converted outside edge player, and they tried to move him to fullback. You could see pretty early on in training camp that he was just not ready for that transition. So three draft picks, three of the 13 draft picks do not make the roster for the Jaguars. But again, you knew that was going to happen. Just a numbers game. You add 13 players um, through the draft, some of those guys aren't going to make it. Raymond Vahasek, uh, defensive lineman from North Carolina, did not make it. Eric Hallett did not make it. Uh, and Derek Parrish. So I don't think extreme surprises in any of these moves. Yeah, maybe just one or two. But for the rest of them, I mean... You know, I think you kind of saw it coming through training camp. They either weren't really fitting in the mm-hmm. equation that you could see, especially when we were looking at 7-on-7 seven seven or 11-on-11. 11 11. But, I mean, yeah, it's kind of sad for, you know, Doug Peterson did mention how sad it is because, mm-hmm. you know, you are, for some of these guys, ruining their lives or just upending their lives. And so it is It is difficult, but, uh, you know, it's a business. But, you know, 11 minutes before the roster cuts were due, Blake Hans was released. Right. Ken Robinson put – on the uh, the suspended list, obviously, because he'll be out for the first four games of the season. So yeah, I, you know, I thought I with with so many injuries, it's it 
something they didn't have a lot of last year with. I know you, you weren't here last year and you were covering different teams, but you know Jacksonville was really in a pretty good shape injury-wise last year. And it seems like preseason, week two and a half to three of the preseason, really you saw those injuries accumulate. And, um, you know, Antonio Johnson, he got banged up in Detroit. Hopefully he's back soon uh, with a hamstring. Josh Wells, he was a swing tackle, expected to be an important depth piece. He was lost in Detroit, and they are putting him on IR. Uh, Cooper Hodges hurt in that Lions game as well. Seventh-round draft pick from Baker County High School. Great story in camp. He made the 53-man, uh, was not put on IR, so they're hoping, I think, Cooper at some point to be able to recover from that patella injury and make it back onto the field sometime this season. So good stories and um, well worth monitoring. And, you know, people see a 53-man, initial 53-man, and suspect, oh, this is done, this is done. But you got to remember almost 1,200 players hitting the waiver wire at the same time. This is the first time this has happened in NFL history. We have the cuts all in one fell swoop. So every team going from 90 to 53. So Jacksonville, I do not think, is done yet. There will probably be a couple roster moves later this week where they get another guy off um, off of waivers. So I don't think we've seen the last of Trent Balky yet. Oh, no. I bet this is just the madness has just started for Trent and Doug and the whole team. But the season's here, so here we go. That's right. We'll get to hear from, from Trent and Doug on Thursday. That availability with them was uh, initially scheduled for Wednesday but pushed off to to Hurricane Idalia coming this way. So hopefully all of our listeners stay safe. Jamal St. Cyr will be back with us on Wednesday. So, Alessandra, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Had Th- fun, Justin. Thanks for joining us. So that's it for another edition of a Roster Cut Day edition of the News for Jacks podcast.